Can I do an intro? Yeah. You do the intro. Do an intro. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Hang on. You're going to sing it. <laughs> I'm going to sing it. Um, no, it's going to sound great. You ready? I'm ready, yeah. Just Hello and welcome. You like, you talked over it. I was just sipping my peener. I wanted to <laughs> go and do it again. Okay. I like to that. Hello and <laughs> Hello and welcome. You're listening to Off the Record with John Foster and Tom Riley. How's that? Wow. Yeah, Radio 4 I calls. For like, I was going for exactly what I was going for. Like a late night radio DJ. I think that was pretty good, you know. And and, and Radio 4 might pick us up. BBC Sounds. We'll we'll um send this your way. Don't advertise the BBC. We can get some of that taxpayer money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Satire. Yeah. That's what we get. So what people, listeners, can expect is satire, um, cutting commentary about music. What else? You, you listen to stuff. I think, that, I think that's just it. You're up for those two things. Um, some pop culture references when we can't think of anything funny to say. Yeah. <laughs> I might do Borat a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you seen the new film yet? No, I keep meaning to watch it. <clears throat> I watched 1917, though, yesterday. Similar, very similar. Very similar in tone. And it, let me tell you, that was quite good. A quite good Yeah, movie. I've heard good stuff about it. Yeah, man. If you can watch it in, like, surround sound, I'd recommend we put on the surround sound, and I say we. It was just me, um, and yeah, it was just real nice, dude. It was it was quite um, quite uh, visceral, would be a word I'd use. Good word. Yeah, because it's like all one shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Just constantly, it does help with the pacing. That you don't even realize, you don't even notice it half the time. But I feel like. You know what I mean? It just seems like one long fucking gnarly journey. Really well, good. If that doesn't sum up World War One, I, I don't know what does. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, really this good. isn't a film podcast. How's your uh, how's your pina colada? Pina colada is good, man. You know what? I'm not really well versed with pina colada, so I don't know if it is good actually. But I, I made what one for my mum. And, and was it rum and cream? Rum, coconut cream, and pineapple juice. That sounds awful. I think I should have blended it more. But I put some shaved ice in there. You know? Shaved? Yeah. We have like an ice shaver. We got for <laughs> mum's birthday. So I can make mad okay. cocktails. Yeah, so. Do you know I'm drinking? Tell me. Ale. Ale. As a man. If I introduced us both to the listenership, <laughs> I don't know what will. Yeah. That sums us up. Why don't we uh, set the scene for when... The two of us listen back to it in 30 years. Yeah, it makes it t- more timeless. Uh, yeah, set the scene. You set the scene. You do part one. I'll do well, part two. we are in the second lockdown of the year due to COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, America is gripped in the uh, on the edge of civil war. I'm gripped. I, on the election night, I had the... Live results on my fucking like, pardon me, <laughs> didn't have to <laughs> <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> if we decided not to, but we'll just bleep it out. <laughs> we'll bleep it. Um, and I was Did just you stay up for it. No, I didn't stay up for it, but I had the results on my phone and I fell asleep like with it there. I was listening to some podcasts, I was chilling, and it was quite good. 
woke Here we up are, and it was five days later. Yeah, isn't it? Takes so bloody long. Who, who's counting? It's like me counting with an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is starting to look like Biden's going to win, which is gives me some hope. I mean, it's fully mental their system. It is, but I kind of like it. I don't know, you know. I kind of like it. It makes sense why? in a way. I don't know. I don't know why. I like, I just like. I just like. I watched an interview with a guy after he'd voted earlier, and from the joining the line to posting his ballot was seven and a half hours. Oh yeah, seeing their lines is silly. Yeah, for sure. That needs to be sorted he out. Said, I think they need said, to sort, figure that one out. He said he listened to the new album by Run the Jewels, and then he just listened to their entire back catalogue, <laughs> and then and then he listened to like the last two series of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, watched the last two series of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And still have two hours to go. <laughs> that is mental. We just pop up to the local church and uh, speak to an old lady. Yeah, and it affects absolutely nothing because we live in Mid-Sussex. Yeah. More but satire. I didn't know it was going to be this political, John. We can get more political and say, whenever I turn up to a station and they see my name, they're like, are you sure? <laughs> you sure that's you? Or are you trying to, are you trying to dupe us? And I have to... Punch an old lady. Or voter suppression. Yeah. The one time that happened to my mum, mum for real. Cause, really? Yeah, because our uh, next door neighbour at the time was, or she still is, married to a Turkish man. So she has a very Turkish last name. And they live next door. And then my mum turned up and she is brown, right? And the lady at the station saw my mum, looked down at the sheet and saw a Turkish last name. Which is kind of, you know, like, it's a Muslim last name, basically, because he's a Muslim man. And she saw a brown woman, Muslim name, and she was like, your name can't be Roxana. It's got to be this. And then my dad got a little vexed at her. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, it is. Well, that's what you get when you get, like, old, senile people just stood there fucking at the station, <laughs> to be fair. but well, I imagine that's who's counting now. That's why it's taking so long. Yeah, true. Well, okay. Well, on that cheery note, let's, let's, let's move on. You, well, you've wanted us to do a podcast for a while. I have. I've always been and remain quite sceptical. So what makes you think we can go up against a big podcast? Well, I think everyone's doing it, so why not be a part of the, the <laughs> crowd? Because <laughs> 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 the short um, average quality keeps going down as more people do it. So yeah, but then we're not in that we're not in that boat because we've got studio quality microphones. We've got a lot to say. We have um, always, we always make each other laugh, you know, and That's I think it's more important. And I think if we can make each other laugh, then we can at least make one more person out there laugh. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, that is nice. I'll drink a peanut to that. Yeah. What about you? Why are you skeptical? Well, we can't both drink at the same time because that'd be dead air. That's right. We'll fix it in post. We'll put like a clapping. We can do like sound effects like, oh... And like clapping, <laughs> that'd be quite nice, actually. Maybe <laughs> no, it'd be really <laughs> cringeworthy. I think that's why I was skeptical because I thought it would be really like excruciatingly cringeworthy. I think I mean I've I yeah I mean there definitely are some cringeworthy pods out there, but you know it's just two guys having a having a talk about two things about things they like, you know, music, the thing that joins us all. You know what I mean? Yeah, we haven't actually explained what the podcast is yet. Yeah, you you have said the name though. So they have it. Yeah. The well, that's a, that's a work in progress off the record. 
Oh, which is explained briefly, though. Yeah. The um, Rolling Stone magazine, every what, 10 years or so, release their 500 greatest albums of all time. The list itself is largely arbitrary. I think they change it every time. Uh, there was huge outroar the first time they did it. Do you see that? In like no. They did it in like 2005, and I think there were about seven non-white people in it. Okay. In the like 500 <laughs> greatest albums yeah. of all time. <laughs> and uh, so it was just panned across the board. Yeah. So now they've remembered that non-white people exist. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Because it's, there it's are a few out there. And some of them are talented. You know? Some of them. Some yeah. of them. You said it, not me. Uh, I'll say it So again. I, was, I was having a look at the most recent list that came out a few months ago. And yeah. the, the top 100 albums, I think I'd listened to about three of them. Which I personally found shocking. So I was going to listen to all of them and note down some feelings of them. And I invited you to join me and you said, that's the kind of thing people do podcasts about. We should do a podcast. Yeah, because I thought it'd be wasted if we just had sat there looking at this spreadsheet and then what what comes of it, you know what I mean? See, you don't have the love for spreadsheets that I do. No, not in any the way do I have that. <laughs> <laughs> Spreadsheets for the sake of spreadsheeting. No, yeah, I, they, I need them to mean something. Otherwise, I'm not about them. But yeah, the, the list was quite cool. There's a nice variety on this on this one. I don't know... Is this the most recent one list? Yeah, the one we're doing is. Yeah. I don't know which one you're looking at in front of you now. I'm not looking at any list at the moment, but I'm... <laughs> just staring at a blank wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a cool list, man. And there's a lot of dope tunes on there. A lot of good albums. And which ones are you excited to talk about? I'm excited to talk about Loveless. Uh, I think that's an excellent album by My Bloody Valentine. They're a band I got into fairly recently, but... And they haven't got that many albums, but the albums they, they it's all it's all killer, no filler, you know. I think that was a killer album, wasn't it? Nah, some forty one. Oh shit! Yeah. I've already proved I know nothing about music. Yeah. Hey, hey, but it's okay. Because that's what this is all about. We're learning. We're teaching. And I'm sure you can teach me a few things about some of the tunes on here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got Taylor Swift next week, so um, I'm sure I'll be able to. Uh, Tell that, you all about that. Tell that is Red. Her album Red, which I was surprised that. considering She's got a few in there, I think. Because 1989 is her biggest. I thought that was her biggest one. I thought that was the one everyone thought was good. But apparently Red is... Obviously, it's only worthy of number 99, but still. Take Care, I'm excited for. Drake, I feel like... I'm excited to hear your take on Drake. Yeah, that'll be fun. First that's the one that's about Drake. four hours long, isn't it? No. No, that's Scorpion, his newest one, I think. Is what you're thinking of. That is stupidly long. I didn't like that one. I enjoyed just listening to an album for the first time in a long time. Yeah? You don't listen to Especially a lot of Not a lot of just uh, sitting down, starting an album and listening to all of it. Because basically since I got Spotify, I'm a slave to shuffle. Yeah. And playlists. Nice and yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, so I like to, I like to just listen to an album. Do you, why do you listen to a lot of albums? Too? I do, yeah. I like to listen to albums. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm an album listener. I've always preferred to listen to like that complete set. You know what I mean? Of like, this is the artist as they're presenting themselves at a per- certain point in time. You know what I mean? Um, Are you still in dispute with Spotify? 
I, I, no, I never was. After, after, I'll just explain. They Spotify ref- refused to host John's EP. Oh right, yeah. Because they said it just wasn't an EP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun. John, I, I didn't. As if they just it. said we can't have this. Isn't music? We can't. Have, <laughs> yeah, can't have this on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a stupid rule. I didn't realize that EPs had to be four tracks. I think it's an. I think it's a a standard that comes with like. Um, digital music i imagine or maybe just i don't know if it's just the hosts i'm with or if it's spotify putting these rules in place or whatever but yeah uh, an ep has to be four i think it was like something like four to seven tracks a single is one to three tracks which i think is pretty bonkers but then i guess yeah, that, make any sense. that leaves space for putting like a, maybe if you put the song and a radio edit and like a or like a um and a like a instrumental or something maybe you know what I mean <coughs> or a B side yeah, go your old side there's got to be a a time limit rather than a track limit surely because you could just split you could add in another like uh, just a little track between songs where it's just that you talking yeah well that's what I did because I'm pretty I'm pretty like I want it to be an EP I want it to come up as an EP you know what I mean so I was just like how I, I on my first one I made it was only three tracks it was actually originally four tracks but I took away a track because I didn't think it was very it didn't fit with the with the with the vibe um but I took that track away and then I added it back remixed it added it back so that was a four track thing and then I've got that up there I got one coming up on the 12th of November it's in five days time what's it called just called number two <laughs> <laughs> Not wasting any creativity on the name. No, why? why not unlike I? today's. Uh, not unlike today's album artist, John. Wow, there you go. That was good, wasn't it? That, that was, was like good. a proper link. Because today we're talking about the band. Today we are talking about the band album music from the Big Pink. It's actually music from Big Pink. Oh, you've already got the album wrong. <laughs> what? Let's. G- um, I don't. My notes didn't include any. I wanted to talk about the the thing, but they're on my Google Drive. Um, well, you can't get it up. I can get it up. I just dropped my microphone. Pardon me. This is so amateurish. You're the pro, holding it like a fucking like Jules Holland or something. <laughs> I'm gonna play some boogie woogie piano in a minute. <laughs> get us back on track. Where the hell did I put it? This is all my notes. I thought I did more. <laughs> well, you did it. Uh, true to form, you did it about 20 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, about four weeks. Basically. So I cancelled once. You cancelled once. Yeah, man. We've, we had a nightmare. And then the lockdown. And then lockdown happened. Anyway, so music from Big Pink. Released 1968 by the band The Band, sold millions of albums, announced the band as being one of the biggest bands in the world. It was unlike anything ever heard before. It changed the genre and influenced the likes of George Harrison and Eric Clapton. John, you didn't like it. I I thought it was a bit much, you know. I I can see <laughs> I can see like why it was popular in the time, and I reckon if I was a kid in the 60s, I would have been jamming to this as well. Either that or just like Motown, but, <laughs> but this one I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed there's some, there are a lot of aspects I liked about it, and we can get into that once we once we, um, once yeah. we get into it. But I was on my I did some research on the band themselves because I'd heard of them, but I, w- 
I'd maybe listened to a couple of songs. I hadn't heard of them that much. They were massive. Like, hugely influential. Yeah. I had no idea. You know what? I'd seen their name around, and it's going to sound silly, but one thing that put me off the band was the name. I was it's like, stupid, why are they called it? The Band? That's dumb. I don't want yeah. to listen to that band, you know? And it makes it difficult name. to Google. It does, yeah. They should when they should have thought ahead. And you're right, the band, the band, and it's like, I mean, it's not even that smart. Like, what are they? Anyway, close enough. I don't want. Did you? Yeah. I don't know if you did any research, but did you see where the name came from? No, uh, no, I didn't. Because they, so when they they finished recording the album, and uh, when it the first editions got pressed and the first ones got sent to them, they couldn't believe that it said music from Big Pink by the band. Because they were at the time going by the Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And uh, and they think someone at the like someone at the production office or whatever um, managing company caught on to what the Crackers meant and uh, and changed it. But they so they were a little bit annoyed. But apparently in their hometown of Woodstock, of Woodstock fame, yeah. uh, they were just known as the band. Because okay. they were the biggest, best band from the town. So everyone just called them the band, and that's where it came from. That is interesting. And I think the Crackers could have been... Maybe they wouldn't have taken off as, lo- as big. No, as I don't think they the would crackers. have um, the, the, the notes I have on this, some, some background notes, were that it was recorded in approximately two weeks. And that's pretty crazy. <laughs> As a fact, given with no context, is that <laughs> is that long? Is that short for an album? I mean, I suppose you it's quite. Remember. It's quite. We're talking. We're, you got to remember who's listening, John. I.e., me and you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we need. My mum and dad will listen. Oh yeah. So Do they know how long an album dad. takes to? Mum, dad's not a fan, but mum might listen. Hey. Um, if you keep the swearing down, John. Yeah, I only did one. I only did one so far. Yeah. I, think um, I said S earlier, but we got away with it. You nearly said it. That's not good. Um, I think albums, um, it depends, you know. There was a period um, where albums, like they, like musicians didn't even rec- like write music before recording an album. They'd just rock up in that, into the studio. Be like, That's yo, so give cool. me two months. They'd write the music, record it, and put the album out. I know for a fact, and, uh, and this is a band that um, is definitely as good as the band if not better blink 182 oh, oh god <laughs> um they rec- they spent oh they spent a god. year and a bit recording their untitled album oh, just hopping from like places sad. they rented out a house to record and they had to hop from studio to studio and they spent like mad enough like a million or something like i don't know because the, the, they just couldn't make it sound good because they were just they were just not writing music beforehand like they may have had like a couple tracks but they were they were writing and recording they were trying to nail down the exact most boring kind of distortion wow. that they could wow. put on their guitars well i think that's probably their their best album so i think that's uh, if only that was if only rolling stone woke up and <laughs> wrote that in their top i don't think that even made the top 500 it's got oh, i don't know man it's, it's, it's worth it it's worth it that's my honorable mention in the top 500 is that album oh that's a good idea yeah so we'll do that Let's do okay, that. Okay, I'll have a think about what mine would be. Um, anyway, so uh, music from Big Pink. Do you know what Big Pink is? Do you know what it's called? That no. Please tell me. 
Uh, it is the house that they all lived in and wrote many of the tunes. Ah, so they were in housings and writing. The house songs. was called Big Pink, yeah. and uh, which you can Airbnb now. Oh, nice! Maybe one day you and me, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll go on a we'll go there. We can record another episode. We can record record a ten year anniversary episode there. That's a good idea. I'll write that down. Uh, so they and they tried to record the album in the basement, but uh, they just couldn't get the sound right. Okay. So they excuse me. So they. Uh, so they eventually conceded and sort of like begrudgingly went to a uh, to a proper studio where the the techie there set set up set them up as you normally would with like sound baffles everywhere and face people away from each other so that the sounds didn't bleed into the wrong microphones all that kind of stuff yeah and they all absolutely hated it because it just didn't feel like they were playing in a band anymore they were just like all individuals playing their instruments the Pianist couldn't see anyone because he was like stationed away from everyone. Yeah. So they just like refused to record until they were allowed to just play in the same room. It's just like, dude, and and I think that paid off because that's one thing I wrote down in one of the songs that I liked is how jammy it sounds. You know, it sounds like they're oh, yeah. in a room and they're just jamming together. And exactly. I, yeah. and that's something you don't that's get enough agree. in music albums. <laughs> now, what I meant, not music. Yeah. Because I think it, uh, now it sounds too perfect. It sounds like, yeah, yeah, man. It takes away so much, so, so much natural, uh, the natural vibe of people listening to music. When you, that's why live music's so good, isn't it? Because it's just like flowing. You know, everything's flowing good. But then studio like albums nowadays are always just too overproduced, and and um, I don't know. There's a certain charm to this yeah. album. Oh, I completely sure. agree. I really, yeah, I did like it. Um, I see what you're saying. It's not, it's not my favorite album of all time. It's, uh, in fact, what I wrote down in our beautiful spreadsheet was that it sounded like it sounded very '60s, was how I described it. Yeah. Which, having read about them now, I feel slightly bad about because they made this sound, and this is the reason why everything sounds like that from that time sort of time period. So like. Yeah, and a lot of stuff from the seventies definitely sounds like this. Uh, yeah. And so this is def- yeah, you can tell it's a it's a groundbreaker. But yeah, definitely the thing, the, all this, all the songs and everything, they sound like it's from you know a single artist. Um, at the album is it could it flows well, and the tracks are consistently produced to be jammy and all the harmonies. It feels like I'm sat around. A, like a campfire. It's yeah, the harmony's really nice. You know, um, it gives a real natural feel to everything, which, uh, yeah, definitely my favourite thing about the album, potentially. How many, have you, how many times have you listened to it? I listened to it like two times. Did the feelings change second time round? Um, there, there were two songs that I didn't, fi- I, I felt the same way about, but my, my feelings didn't change because I've listened to it about five or six times now, and the second time I probably enjoyed it the most, and it's slowly starting to wear on me. It might just be because I've listened to it five times in a week, but yeah, it, I wouldn't describe it as a grower. It's a shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't feel any different about it. There, there were two songs I really liked. Um, that go on. With num- track number five, which is the weight. Yep. That's an excellent tune. 
and that's really good. My dad, <laughs> pardon me, my no. my <laughs> my dad let me know that it was on the Easy Rider soundtrack. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's and it's by the way their their biggest song. Yeah, I've seen it on loads of movies before, and it's just a good it's a good feeling song, isn't it? You know, it's good. Um, and it was one they never needed to cut from the album. I read. Oh man, if they did, that just suck. But can we? Well, no, we can talk is another good album, and um, another good song on the album. I thought very catchy, very nice. Um, so that's track five and six. I I really liked. So you hit, they hit the stride in the middle of the album. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The other songs are kind of pretty much forget. Like I I I can I can't remember what they sound like. Really, I can't remember what we can talk sounds like, but the weight is by far the best tune, in my opinion. How about you? Mine was the first, first song on the album, Tears of Rage, uh, wow. which is a great name for a song, it firstly. Is. Uh, and it's, it, I think the intro sounds so much like a Beatles track, uh, particularly the drums, they're very Ringo. And I think as soon as I heard that, I kind of like. I was just on their side immediately yeah. because of how, and the rest of the album is not Beatles at all, really. But I, yeah, I just I I like that song. Yeah, it was it was psychedelic. It's got some really nice guitar, electric guitar. In it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like. I liked about it. I thought when when I first listened to it, I, I, um, as I said to you, I thought it's really long, and it felt like probably. I think I don't uh, think five, I was in the mood. Five for minutes it. long. Yeah, so it's not really long, but for an album opener. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. It's just like super long and 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 yeah, and I don't think I was in the right headspace for this type of album. I wasn't you know? What I mean, I wanted to listen to some hard and fast stuff, but listening to it this morning, I liked <laughs> it. I, I liked it, you know. Um, a good slow jam, you know. I like how much effort you put into that. <laughs> I like it fresh in the mind. <clears throat> I like it fresh. But yeah, I you know I liked it. I didn't think it was um I my my mind changed about it. It is. You wouldn't get that nowadays. You wouldn't get a long opener like that nowadays. Is that true? I think so. In pop. Well, in a rock album. In, oh, exactly. In, in rock, but this was pop back at the time, wasn't it? If you think about it. Well, not really. It kind of it wasn't any one particular genre. It spanned the genres. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, what Americana, folk, country, rock is. I guess so, but I mean, I mean they're all Canadian apart from one of them, but it always gets called Americana. I just I suppose what I mean by pop is that it was um, this chart music. It was chart music. It was in the charts. And, and but even yeah. even as late as like late eighties, you had in the charts you had. A bunch of different genres it's not like it was now it is now where it's just the same genre even over and over again yeah you're right you're right so i did like it but i probably won't be listening to it loads after no neither will i i i can see why it's on i can see what's number 100 because of like the influence and you know the way they record it and stuff um but the, the way some people spoke about it like george harrison who said it changed the way he his music changed the direction his music went after the Beatles and Clapton a meet like he heard the album and within a week uh, like disbanded Cream and just left the Cream because he said the album had made them obsolete were his words. Damn, 
He's a yeah, dramatic right. guy. Clapped. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think I I don't know what to say about that. He he's he's an intense fellow by the sounds of it. Well, I know you're not a fan. <laughs> I've, yeah, well, only cause I was a fan and um, until I saw that video, <laughs> which I don't want to mention. I don't want to drag his name further through the dirt. Apparently, he was very high on various drugs and alcohols. So. Which doesn't excuse the things he said, but Google it, Google it and and make your own opinion. I just don't. Yeah, it's it's annoying, but I do. I'm try. I always try and separate the artists from the music. You know what I mean? And I I like. I think Tears from Heaven is a beautiful song about a tragic thing that happened to a man. And yeah, yeah. He's an alright. He just seems like. I mean, if he said that, it's so dramatic. It feels like maybe he just needs to relax a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he probably yeah. he probably wanted to leave Cream before. Yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, they were on tour, and he was. I think he just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. But to say that the one album, yeah. made, <laughs> what was at the time a really big band, just uh, obsolete was. Like, yeah. But do you think it's cheating having Bob Dylan write some of your songs for you? I didn't. I don't know if I noticed the Bob Dylan thing. Well, I can't say I like. I'm not a massive Bob Dylan head. I don't know his like electronic stuff. I know his folksy stuff. You know what I mean? Um, well, so I don't know if you know, but the the band, the band, so it's already annoying. Yeah, they were most of them were in Bob Dylan's backing band. Mm-hmm. They were called the Hawks. Uh, so they toured with him, and during his first like electronic tour, mm-hmm. and at a gig in Manchester when they started playing like electric instruments the crowd started booing them and they're hating it and one of them shouted out Judas at Dylan and he just told them to F off and they just launched into an electric version of like a Rolling Stone right. <laughs> and just turned <laughs> it up so whatever well yeah man I'm with him on that and then everyone and then everyone after a while starts to love Bob Dylan for what he did so what can you say but um, they they kind of didn't want they kind of wanted to distance themselves from Dylan though, didn't they? I think I read on the wiki. Yeah, yeah, I saw that he offered to play on the album, and they said no, which I respect. Yeah, you know you don't want to you want to launch your debut, at, you know, and, and potentially have it be off the back of a pretty giant artist, you know. Yeah, I get. Yeah, that. definitely. Oh, he did do the cover up. I don't know if that affects you. I, I like the cover art. I did. That's one thing I did like a lot. I thought it was really, really, sort of like a a child painting, but not in a bad way. But it was a child's painting in a way. I can't see what you mean. I'm looking at it now. It's got an elephant in it for no reason that's ever been explained. Yeah. And then the rest of the band members. Well, I think yeah, it's really nice and innocent, kind of fun. And I like how it doesn't say the name of the band. I always like that. Yeah, it's because they didn't have a name at the p- at the time because they weren't allowed crackers, <laughs> and uh, they they hadn't <laughs> they hadn't uh, had a new one yet. Uh, did you have you seen a picture of the band themselves? Yeah, I think I did. That's on the yeah. I think they're I did. brilliant. They like full on hipsters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nowadays they don't be considered hipsters. That's just like oh, they'd fit, basic. They'd fit right in these days. They, they'd fit right in. They would, yeah. In down in Brighton, in the lanes, they'd be. No one would think twice about them. They look like a band from the sixties. That's all I can say. 
Um, have you, did you check out any of their other albums after this, or did you just leave it on this album? Uh, no, I pretty much just listened to this album. They've got another album in the hundreds, so we'll come back to them. Oh, okay. Uh, they've got a self-titled album as well, which is uh, which is later on in the list. But nice one. Uh, yeah. So I, a couple of those, uh, this, the weight and uh, tears of rage, I will listen to again. The rest of them, I don't think I. Yeah. Yeah, the weight of def- it's definitely on a playlist uh, after I heard it. Uh, it's just so catchy in good times, you know? And it's got a good chorus. Yeah, the chorus. Uh, it's just a good bloody pop song, really. It's stuck in my head as we speak right now. It's stuck in my head. And I'm loving it. Um, One thing I liked about it. Shoot. The weight. Um, some of my notes. I did put emoji ticks next to these. It's got story. Tick. You know, he's going around, he's tired, he wants to sleep somewhere. Or something. Drive Nazareth, if I remember rightly. Oh, nice. That's dope. I love the word fanny. It's Nazareth in, like, in somewhere in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not Jesus. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I think it's a guitar store. In, like, I should have looked at you... But, um, yeah, so, I like the story. I thought it was really nice. Fanny, love how they say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, um, and I like the three-part harmony. I think it was three parts. I didn't count, but that like, like we we're talking about the jamminess, and, and it feels like you just listen to them hanging out and playing. Yeah, man, it's just nice and loose. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's nice. My least favorite song. Have you got a least favorite? But good question. I haven't. I think towards the end, maybe that last track, I thought it started to tail off a little bit and it got a bit boring. Yeah. I didn't like, uh, what was it? Shit. Uh, Susie. Something about Susie. Like Lonesome Susie. Yeah. I just, yeah, that was that was a, a naff song in my opinion. I skipped, I said number three and number number nine, which are... Nine's Lonesome. In a station. And, and there, yeah, and Lonesome Susie. Were skippers for me. I, I I got bored of my skits. Um, you didn't even listen to the full album. I listened to the full album the first time round, but the second time round, I was like, you know, I didn't see the point in listening to it. I don't think your heart's in this. My heart's in it. I listened to so many albums. <laughs> it's just yeah, you know, it's good to know what songs. I think it's good to know what songs you skip because I think our generation, especially Tom, because we're young hip short, kids, short attention span. Oh, we're the youngest podcasters in the world. Yeah, and we're hip as well. That needs to be yeah. said. And we, we are talking about a band from the 60s, but go on. We love to, like you said, listen to playlists and skip tracks. And we haven't got the patience or the the um, attention span to be listening to boring ass tunes about Susie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not Susie's fault. <laughs> it is Susie's fault. Why? Why is? It? I don't know. I've got no time for it. Didn't like it. And I think song. There's a lot of bands in those day. In those days, they wrote songs like about a girl. You know what I mean? And then they put the, her name in the the the. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's painting by numbers, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adjective girl's name. Stick them together. There's the song. And hopefully, a guy out there called Susie will friggin' play that on her little suitcase record player and cry to it at night time. And, 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 I, and I get, maybe that's the whole point. Did they know a lady called Susie? I couldn't tell you, I'm afraid. 
<laughs> it's quite a cynical view of the uh yeah that was my least favorite song in it and it really it, i really um felt a lot of ways about that one but as i said the weight big tune i'll blast that out my window any day of the week i think this album if i was to put it in like a graph you know i'd make it go <laughs> which, <laughs> like which a, why would you but go on i'd like i'd put it in like a mountain shape it would peak in the middle and go back down nice yeah good visuals yeah um definitely peaks in the middle for me and then yeah and it tailed off and was sort of not really anything to write home about no it tailed off and much like this conversation where we've kind of run out of uh yeah middling adjectives we can describe the album with yeah definitely how, how long have we been no quite a long <laughs> <No. now. laughs> 41 minutes i never thought there'll be some there'll be some editing involved i imagine yeah we haven't thought of a way to sign off we haven't but um or any kind of games or features we, could we were do. gonna think of a game but that will that will come up in the in the future yeah that'll be, that's, we're doing this organically this is an organic podcast but i did uh hear i think we've actually already played it but we i did hear someone play the spotify game recently which i enjoyed do you remember that? No. You have to guess the top five played songs of an artist. Okay, yeah. So you pick you pick a, a band. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do it later if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to make a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, go on. I got him. Go on. I got, I got one. Is it? No, no, it's not a magic trick. <laughs> you, have to tell me, you have to tell me what it is. <laughs> this one is... A man, an artist called Ronan Keating. Is that really the one you want to go with? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So now you have to guess what the top five Ronan Keating songs are on Spotify. Oh, but I've got it up here. I thought you were guessing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this hasn't worked at all. No. All right. Choose another. That's why I asked you to pick one. What are you? All right, let me. I'll choose Blink One Eight Two because we've already dragged their name through okay. the dirt today. Yeah. All right. Don't look. Blink One Hundred Eighty Two, please. And how do you spell that? Blink. Okay. Um. Go on then. And uh, I mean, there's not really any stakes. Well, I'll go after you, and we'll see who wins. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Go. Well, yeah, we'll do points. Uh, yeah. track number one, top track. You don't have to do them in order, but but go okay. on. Okay. Well, okay, track number one in my head would definitely be What's My Age Again. Yeah, it's on there. That's number two. Okay. Then also All the Small Things. Correct. That's number one. Uh, the Rock Show. Incorrect. What? Yeah, I thought that'd be on there. I Miss You. Correct. That's number three. And my last guess. If you only get five guesses, that'll be... Yeah, you only get five. Yeah. Uh, my last guess will be I think it's going to be um, oh what's that song one of their newer ones uh, which uh, I can't think of any of their new ones so I guess um, I guess I'll go first date first oh, date good guess yeah? you nice. cheated did you cheat Huh? No, no, no. no I was you... thinking genuinely. We have to put our cameras yeah. on next time. So. Let's say, uh, 
Uh, that's good. Four out of five. Strong. Decent. Strong work. Well, you know, I've always I'm I know my Blink One Eight Two trivia. So, all right, you choose a band then. Uh, Radiohead. God, you're you're gonna know you're gonna know all of them, I reckon. Well, it's it's not what I like though, is it? It's the uh, what the popular songs. There's too many hits. Is the problem? I've picked a band with too many hits. You picked a band that had three songs, so it's quite easy. Three songs. Guess which well, ones uh, you know, yes, they've you know, let's not. I picked the I picked the greatest band in living memory. Think okay, I'm ready. You ready? Um, all right, <laughs> I'm ready as well. Go ahead. Creep. That's number one. Excellent. We'll add in. Oh, uh, let's add in ding and like. Oh. We'll do that. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, I'd say no surprises. Wow, yep, number four. Correct. Karma Police. Yeah, number two. Um, it gets a bit tricky now. I would say Paranoid Androids. No. What? <laughs> yep. <sighs> I would say Hot and Dry. Yes. That's four out of five. That's four. Four each. Well done. <laughs> Stay, come back for more. That was a fun Spotify game. game. That was a good game. And hopefully you played along at home. I don't know how that would work, but hopefully you did. Or not at home. It doesn't have to be at home. No, well, that's the beauty of podcasting. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. That was a good first. I enjoyed it. That was a good immensely. first pod. Yeah. I think we're onto something here. Obviously, as time goes on, it'll get better. But I feel like it wasn't an easy album no. to uh, to talk about because neither of us are particularly emotional about it in one way or the other. Yeah, it just was an album, and it is an album, and it was good. No diss to the band. Next week, or whenever we post these, or whatever next episode, Taylor Swift Red. Woohoo! How do you feel about that? Are you going to be? Are you excited about doing it? Have you listened to it no, yet? No, because there's about eighty songs on it. It's a long one, but I would recommend for this because she's put she's only got the deluxe edition online. So if you go on her wiki, see which one her standard, see which track her standard one ends on. It's a good idea. Finish on that because you yeah, don't I'll you do don't want to listen to her bonus. I don't listen to any more Taylor Swift than is strictly necessary. Yeah, like you know, deluxe albums they're the bane. That's not of fair. I don't want to go in with um with prejudice. You know that's not me. No. So no. Um, very. I go in very neutral. <laughs> I think what I will say next week is that deluxe albums suck and whoever releases deluxe <laughs> albums needs to be punched in the bum. <laughs> That's what I will say next week so get ready for that. Um, I look forward to it. But yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for Taylor Swift. I love a bit of Taylor. Good. Well, I enjoyed this. Thanks very much, John. This is good. Thank No, thank you. And we hope, you know, it's been good. I'm speaking for both of us. I think... I think it's been good. I think it's been all right, actually. Don't speak. For, don't speak for me. Who the hell do you think you are? I think it's been all right, Tom. I'm indifferent. He's indifferent. No, I did. I think it did go all right. I mean, it's about an hour long. Yeah, which but we'll chop had, it down. Wasn't my intention, but we'll we'll chop it down. We'll chop it down. Are you taking it, or am I taking duties? But I don't know. We'll share it. This is not. We'll discuss this afterwards. Let's just say goodbye, and then we'll continue talking. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.